spaceship Meadowlark accelerates away from Etana Asteroid Station. The crew's original mission was simple, just pick up a data chip and bring it back. But Serendipity handed them a second job, a very profitable job, and now they're carrying a new passenger, one that Landon has just locked in the brig. First things first, up in the cockpit, Elta sets a course to deliver the data chip to her boss. probably shoot Stacy a message and say we picked up the package on our way back should I come straight in so you shoot off a message mm-hmm. and that'll take a few minutes to get back Landon mm-hmm. you took your new bounty Mazrum Kerr yep to a small cabin that yeah. you prepared as a brig we keep it ready yeah do you have any special precautions in there door locks from the in- the outside not the inside but other than that, I think it's pretty similar to regular crew quarters. There's, you know, it's pretty simple. There's a cot, maybe a little locker for personal effects, that sort of thing. I think I I consider it my guest room a little bit. So it is probably decorated in like kind of purpley floral and like lacy-ish trim. Probably not real lace, like printed or whatever. <laughs> Plastic. <laughs> yeah. But it does have, like, a floral bedspread and, like, sham pillow covers so and stuff. I, I'm assuming you have one thing you do when it's, like, a bounty you consider non-threatening, non-violent, and another thing you do if it's, like... If it were somebody incredibly dangerous, I think we would take more precautions, but I would probably just do that myself. I would keep pretty careful watch on this person. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a camera that I could access, um... I like that idea that the only the only wiring in there is uh, is a camera. Yeah, I think it's enough detail. Yeah. Oh, I will say just last thing to add. I definitely consider the decor to be like part of the punishment. And you may have different we opinions have different... on this. Honestly. I haven't Sorry. said that to Elta, and I <laughs> yeah. probably never will. But that's why you're okay with it. But I'm like, oh wow, great! And you're like, yeah, I decorated. It'll really spruce the place uh-huh. up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So you have Master and Kerr in there without the bag on his head anymore, without any um, more restraints. Yeah, I've I've removed his zip cuffs and sort of shoved him in there. I may bring him a meal or check on him or something just to make sure he's like still alive and okay. Canard, I'm curious. So by now you've been working with Chifchoff a bit on the ship systems and mechanics and stuff. Which systems would you say have been given the, uh, the maintenance priority? Oh, most recently? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've noticed that Chifchoff tends to rotate through the systems, so it's somewhat random. <laughs> the sensors, most recently. Sensors are in yes. kind of the best shape? Mm-hmm. Best shape, yeah. What's in the worst shape? Ah. Uh-oh. The mining laser? Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't use it much, to be fair, I don't think. The mining laser is sort of a, a short-range laser, kind of concentrates a few beams. It was originally designed to, you know, do smaller tasks out here with space mining. If you're incredibly desperate, people have tried to use them on other ships before, but corporate policy does not recommend it. I don't think I use it too often. Sometimes maybe if you want to level out like a place to land, I think Mm. is a place I've maybe used it more recently on like an asteroid or something, if there's just really craggy or whatever. But beyond that, I tend not to use it. I love that idea. And uh, kind of a question for everyone. What's the mood aboard the ship? I am in fairly good spirits because we had sort of a nice little piece of serendipity and it went really smoothly, all things considered. And nobody died on my watch, which is always nice. So I think that while Chifchoff has done the cooking before, I might actually be at least helping put some stuff together because I'm in, I'm in decent spirits and I don't have anything else to do. Maybe I'm even doing some light humming to myself in a true uh, display of decadent happiness. I think I'm a little more mixed. I, yeah, I'm generally 
happy with that we were able to get the package. We more or less got out of there with too many incidents. I think seeing my dad was unexpected and not something I want to talk about, but I'm definitely like a little thrown by that. And things got a little more out of hand than I was really ready for on what I considered was going to be a pretty routine, boring job. So, okay, but like maybe a little shaken up. Canard? I often note that Landon seems to enjoy the missions that Elta does not enjoy. <laughs> uh, Landon right. enjoyed this mission. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, I'm going to, as some time passes, I'm going to press on, I'm in the galley wrapping things up, and I'm going to press on one of the wall panels and just call it a general announcement. Crew report to the galley for a stir-fry. Crew stir-fry in the galley. Hot and ready. Over. Hot dang, I'm on my way, says Chiff-Chaff. I wait for them to say over. Okay. I think I probably also, you know, we're, we're on our way. Just kind of let the system run. Mm-hmm. Come on down. I'm excited that there's food happening, and I, I don't know. I like hanging out with the crew, so excited for that. I'm curious <laughs> what Canard does at mealtimes. We do this a lot. I know. I was just, what, what's our usual system? Do you, yeah, remind do us. you come spend time with us? While watching organics refuel is not necessarily interesting, they often have very stimulating conversations. Makes sense. Landon, mm-hmm. so you've, uh, all of you have sat down at the table, mm-hmm. and Landon, you get a priority message on your comms. Yeah, I'll take that. Bling. It's an audio message from a Nisha Vamakshi Patel, R-I-T-A. Rita is a registered independent territorial agent. Oh, okay. That's actually what you... I knew you're, that. You're registered Sorry. as... Yep, uh-huh. But you would not typically be announcing that in your email. Yeah, it's a little stuck up. I say, after telling everybody that I've seen in the last three hours that I'm a volunteer marshal very loudly with my badge out. Do you want to ignore it and have dinner, or would you like to play it? I maybe don't recognize the name, so I suspect this is perhaps the bounty hunter I tangled with before, but is there like a little profile picture or something to tip me off to that? Or a little wraparound shades emoji or something? Uh, There's nothing obvious to tip you off to it. It's a very scant kind of message. You could do research outside of it, but not mm-hmm. in the message. Okay. Elta, do you look down in the dumps a little bit? I don't think I'm down in the dumps, but I think you can tell that I'm happy to be around people. And that's really what I want right now, is to be spending time with the group. And okay, I may be leaning into that a little bit. I'm not going to be on my comms unit at the table while we all share a meal. If Elta's having a good time, I'm just going to... I can save her for later and be smug about it privately to myself. Okay. What's going on, Elsa? You know, you seem you seem a little bit uh, a little shaken up. Oh, you know, just didn't expect that to end up in a, a big shooting conflict. And oh, I thought it went really well. You didn't get shot at all, right? Yeah, but I mean, you did, and I almost did, and. I don't know. There were a lot of people there that was... I was a little worried about all those protesters and stuff, too. I... Yeah, the security team was really not on top of that. There's a fine balance you have to walk in these situations, where you let people express themselves. I start rolling my eyes at this point. <laughs> but you don't... Landon does not notice, <laughs> but he does look to Canard more like it's a, a lecture that everybody's interested in hearing and not just his own voice. It's a fine line where you're letting people express themselves, but you're also stopping them from going too far. You get too many people together, they're always going to act crazy. You just you just have to kind of mix them around and, and make sure they're getting what they need to decompress. I, I also just think that it's maybe the working conditions there that are pushing them a little too far. Oh, oh yeah, sure. I mean, without question. But, you know, hey, we got Bazrin Kerr in the brig, for lack of a better word, and I think maybe things will look up for him here on out. That's true. I'm glad we got him out of there. I didn't hear much of, like, what they were protesting about or anything like that. There was, like, a bunch of speeches and a lot of speakers. They seemed pretty organized, but I think maybe they're in a good position. I don't know. You deal with any of that? I know you were 
drilling rocks for a while, right? Oh, sure. I, I knew all sorts of people in that business growing up. So you think, you know, you think conditions have improved, maybe? It's, <laughs> I feel optimistic, but I'm a station head. I don't Improved? I don't know. I, I think people just keep finding new ways to exploit each other. Well, you know, at least we haven't all been replaced by robots, right? <laughs> Awkward glance towards Canard. <laughs> Chifchoff is also at the dinner table, and they've been really digging into the food and just nodding, kind of hungry, just scarfing it down. Landon, you should cook all the time. This oh. is delicious. Oh, I, I don't know about that, but... Um... I did. Sometimes we don't have all the ingredients on hand, and soy tofu's hard to come by. I, I, I know a couple things, you know, lived on my own a while, but I can I can make a couple things, but I don't want you to get sick of it, you know? Chif Chaff, it doesn't compare. You're All those extra arms, you're a real wizard in the galley. Oh, sure, you're going to flatter me. Hmm. Hey, um, Canard, you know, thanks for all the help working on the ship. It's nice having someone help anytime it is always interesting to watch you at your technique so what are you looking forward to when we get a break hmm. i look forward to catching up on various media streams hmm. okay oh did you see the new season of love comet mm, i'm not quite as interested in that i may watch it later oh there's some real solid twists in there i i you know season three is a little downhill but they definitely bring it back season four no, no, am I the only Love Comet fan? Okay. Mm, all humans on it. Yeah, sure, fair point. I, you know, it's just, I got a soft spot. Watch it with my family. I don't know, I like stuff with a little more action. Oh, okay, I see. But as long as it's not real life. Isn't it nice some days, though, after a long day, you sit down and just watch a lot of people not get shot at? It takes your mind off things. Or else it's just kind of boring. Yeah, okay, maybe. All right, I, okay, I gotta take care of something. <laughs> I'll probably also head back to the cockpit, see if there's any adjustments, or see if Stacy's gotten back to me or anything like that. So, Elta, you go back and check your message, and yes, there is a very short, terse text message from Stacy. And it says, bling, return to the orb for immediate drop off. Okay. So yeah, then I, I'd make whatever adjustments are needed to go directly to the orb and not Bathos. Okay. That sounds good. And now, Chifchoff, with Canard's help, are finishing clearing up at, in the galley, and you are going, you're going to go listen to your messages? I think I'm on, you said this is a pretty short audio file. I think I'm on my way to check on Mazarin Kerr, and I'll just listen to it on the way. Okay. Mr. Cray, it seems to me you got a fancy getaway. Listen, in the heat of the moment, it might not have been clear that we're in the same line of business. And you took a bounty that was already in my position. So I have a proposition for you. You split that reward with me, 50-50, and I won't make any trouble for you. We'll call it even, nor I'm done. What do you think, mate? Don't keep me waiting. Yeah, sure, I will give a reply right now, on my way to check on the guy. Sounds like you didn't have a firm hand on him. Better luck next time. Over and out. Oh, that's good. Okay. And you just sent a little text message, or is it your voice? She sent a voice message, right? That was a voice message, yeah. Yeah, I'll send one back. That's fine. I think I want my tone of contempt to bleed through. Noted. Okay, send. Bling. Oh, no, wait. We're going to add the audio effects in later. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to use that anytime anyone gets a message. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, and then you go and check on Mazarin Kirk. Yeah, I think I will open the door and walk in and close the door behind me. Okay. I'll pull up a camera first to make sure he's not, like, sitting there with a thing to hit me with, but I figure yeah. he's not. That's fine. Yeah, you do that. You take precautions. And I think your sense of this is, you know, you've checked him over pretty good. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, like, hidden weapons on him. Mm -mm. He is... He does look like he might have... Might be a little tough in a fight. Mm -hmm. But you definitely outclass him. So he's he kind of sits up. He was lying down in the cot. He says, So, any stir-fry for me? We got ration bars in the cabinet if you want them. 
but well, we just cleaned up. Probably about halfway there, so uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I may have to complain to the management. Well, maybe next time we can make things a little more amenable. I'm glad to see you're recovering okay. I actually wanted to talk a little. Hmm. What's on your mind, pal? Well, I've been looking at this list of charges. Uh, Some of these allegations, not so serious. Some of them, kind of serious. You know, identity theft, fraud, light extortion, sure. I get it. You run a mining colony. These things happen. Forced labor? Hey, I don't run anything. I'm a consultant. Mm Mm-hmm, sure. I just help people. We give advice. Look, Kerr, I see what you're saying. My point is this. We picked up a package. You want to talk to me about what's so important about it? Maybe I can put in a good word for you. Listen, I'm pretty sure this whole thing is just going to blow over. These kind of charges, they get blown out of proportion. You know, the corps are constantly making moves against each other. And people like you, me, we're just caught in the crossfire. We're pawns in this. You got pretty dirty hands for a pawn. I sit down... No big surprise. I think next to him. Now there's um, a bounty. Hey, this is something bigger. Someone else, you know, making some moves. Sure, but let's step back a little. What sort of information? What's Zenith so dang keen about on this rock anyways? Are you trying to read a person? Yeah, let's, uh... Yeah, is this a read a person? Yeah, I I think so. I think I want information out of him, and I think this is a somewhat charged interaction. Yeah. So when you read a person in a charged interaction, you roll plus soul. On a 10 plus, hold 3. On a 7 to 9, hold 1. While you're interacting with them, spend your hold to ask that person a list of questions, and they answer honestly. My soul stat is plus 1. 8 plus 1 is a 9. So I get to ask one question. What does Masrin Kerr intend to do? Yeah, good question. So as you continue to have this talk with him and this little verbal sparring, you uh, he doesn't really give up much, but it does seem that he's kind of confident that somehow he can, you know, just legal maneuvering. Mm-hmm. He's going to hope that someone is going to come to his rescue and, you know, get him out of this. I don't know, maybe someone can break him loose from this mm-hmm. if he's being held somewhere. But more you feel like he's just, like... The system is corrupt enough that he can make use of that. Yeah, he's... He's not too stressed out about being here. He seems experienced, and he's dealt with these operations before. Okay. I think I will then, once that's sort of made clear to me, I'll just stand and turn and say, All right, Mazarin, well, you've been very helpful. Maybe next time I bring you in, just drop you off with some of those colonists instead. And I just zap the doors shut. Nice. What would you like to do next? So once I finish helping Chifchoff clean up, I'm going to go back to my quarters. I'm puzzled over one of the interactions that I had on the asteroid. When one of the workers looked at me and then touched my shoulder, I don't normally get that sort of reaction from anyone. Going back over the data, I think there's a 30% chance it was the jacket and hat I was wearing. There's a 65% chance it was the little button that I had. And a 5% chance it's just technophilia. But I'd like to understand more and review the interaction and research further. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Fascinating. And that was, um, it was a Corthy, I think, who was startled at first and then... Which is more normal, yeah. But then something changed. Great. I love it. So if the total trip is just a few hours, you probably only have a couple hours left? I probably don't intend to take a nap, but I do kind of curl up in my chair and... (laughs) Maybe doze. <laughs> Your pilot chair is just very cozy. Mm-hmm. Great. And Kennard is doing his research. research. So you... Oh, we have this data disk on a... On a mug. Yeah. Did, were there special rules about not trying to read it and stuff? I feel like there were. Yeah. It wasn't explicitly discussed in the, uh, in the contract, uh-huh. in the uh, mission plan. Excellent. Elta, you know that this kind of thing is in the past... Sometimes it has been more explicit, like working with Tiffany or whatnot. And these, it's like, oh, this, uh, these are encrypted. Don't make copies. Yeah. yeah. 
that kind of thing. Yeah, I assume they don't want me to read it, but the fact that they didn't say specifically, I think, for me, I mean, you're not asking me, you're just doing this. What they don't know won't hurt them, and I don't want to get you in trouble, so I will just go to Kennard's quarters, and yeah, I'll knock. Landon's a, a guy who knocks. The, uh, the door opens, and you get a brief glimpse of Canard's quarters where there are a lot of data screens for, for doing analysis. And they're all playing these loops of people hugging and high-fiving and slapping each other's <laughs> shoulder. And then they all like go black, and I turn on. Yes, what is it? My, uh, am I interrupting something? How can I help you? Oh, sure. Um, I was just kind of curious, you know, we had this, like, I hold up the mug because I think it's still epoxy to the underside. We have this uh, data disk on this thing, and um, I'm kind of curious what's on it, aren't you? I can help with that. That's what I hope, and I toss you the mug. Catch it, and then I'll inspect it and look into how we can access that data. Yeah, so it's a pretty easy matter to just kind of get it out of its little plastic case, and then you have this tiny little chip, and uh, yeah, you can... Put it into the reader. Now it's just a matter of, it's all encrypted. It's not a huge amount of data, but it's a bunch of uh, encrypted files. I'm hoping maybe if we can do it in a way where they don't know we've done it would be great. But I don't really know how these things work. That makes sense. I look at the encryption. Is it something that we could hope to decrypt before we arrive? It seems unlikely to you. I'll relay this information to Landon. Does this trigger an assess role? Or only because it's because it's encrypted, maybe it doesn't? My thought is that unless you have some special ability or equipment with you, mm-hmm. it would just take a long time. Okay. I would propose that what I can do is maybe not get to the data in the file itself, but try and see what else about this chip I can analyze that would give us any interesting information. Mm. Like manufacturing details or something? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Go ahead and do an assess. I like that. When you attempt to discern more about an interesting situation or item, roll plus logic. I can do that. Logic two. Ooh. That'll be uh, 13. Well, on a 10 plus, ask one question from the list. The GM also chooses one. Ah, okay. What happened recently? So the materials here are all fairly normal, kind of off the shelf. The What happened recently is um, you can tell the dates on this thing with a little bit of investigation. They're sort of, those are not as, as hidden, kind mm-hmm. of. And uh, it's, it's recorded not long, like mere hours ago. You get the sense that this information was recorded not long before you met. Mm. That does remind mm. me that we were explicitly told not to seek Mazarin Kerr out before the meeting, but to wait for him to come to us. Perhaps that's because the information that was to be transferred was still being gathered. It was not ready yet if we arrived to for it too early. Mm. Yeah. Good thinking. So it's still a little bit of a obscure, but that's, that's what you can tell. I'm going to give you something here. What can I use to my advantage? Now, I'll let you roll if you want to make a copy of this information. It's uh, theoretically something that you're not supposed to be able to copy from, but uh, you might be able to hack that aspect. And then at some future date, you might be able to decrypt it. And what is the risk? The risk is that you wipe out the data. I'll share these options with Landon. Hmm. Well, we've had a pretty good day so far, but uh, Elta would be so mad if we deleted this, so uh, we probably shouldn't chance it. We, if we fail, we could always blame it on the informant that passed it along. (sighs) Oh, it would be nice to just wipe that look off his face. Yeah, okay, let's go for it. How can I help? You can't. (sighs) Okay, so let's see, is this a, um... Face danger? Uh, face. There's yeah. also your ghost in the machine, but that's probably something more technically mm. advanced than a data chip. That's well. a good... Yeah, that'd be... Yeah. I will say that you know, my drive suppressed com- competitors, one of the lines is pursue compromising intel. Oh. So, 
You can use the prime, prime directive plus one. Yeah. Oh, I love that. All right. So go ahead and roll face danger. Okay. Uh, daring is zero. Oh. I'm sorry. Mm. That's going to be five. <laughs> go ahead and mark experience. All right. Without any change of expression, Kennard looks up from his work and says, I was unsuccessful. Um, okay, do we still have the data? No, it was erased. <sighs> all right, not a great day after all. Do we tell Elta? Maybe after the job. That is a good question, because if we tell her, that means that we have to explain to her why we know. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll have to pin it on Mazarin, huh? I will say subtle is my worst stat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Let's maybe tell her after the handoff. Okay. Now I can't sleep. <laughs> Hey folks, this is Thad. Thank you so much for listening to Starlight Outer Worlds. You can reach us on Instagram at Starlight Outer Worlds. Follow us, keep informed of new episodes, or let us know what your favorite parts are. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review. Better yet, tell your friends. People love getting recommendations from their friends, and we'd love to find more listeners who might enjoy our show. The game we're playing is called Starlight, and if you want to know more about that or play it yourself... We're working on a quick start guide that we'll release in the near future, so stay tuned. And just to let you know, our next release cycle falls on the week of Thanksgiving, so we're going to skip that one. That means look for our next episode on December 5th. And now, let's get back to this episode. Thanks again, everyone. So unfortunately, Landon's nap is ruined. <laughs> yeah. But, so as you are approaching the orb... Landon, you get another message back from your colleague, Nisha. Bling. And it's just a text message. And it says, Hmm. Just added another reason to watch your back. See you around, winky face. Hmm. All right. Well, I look forward to it. I also epoxy the data drive back to the underside of the mug. Oh, so you've reassembled it all back? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm sure I would have done that. Yeah. I'm the one who would, someone, I would have put it back together and given it back to you. I think that's, yeah, reasonable. Okay, I'm going to put it back where it was on, like, the galley or whatever. It's probably been slightly shifted, but sure. I feel guilty. Elta, so you, you're you bringing the Meadowlark into docking position with the orb, and they've got an automated system, so it's pretty easy, and you just couple, you know, there's docking clamps, and then they couple the airlocks. Anything else that you needed to do? I don't think so. I'm just ready to... I got the impression from Stacy that I should head right in, so... I assume she has... Well, I don't know where to go. <laughs> do I go back to the spa? Who's... Well, who's leaving? Um... <laughs> I'm going to stay with Mazrin Kerr, so I don't trust him docked to a Zenith station. And Stacy didn't exactly take kind of me last time, so... So, Elta, is it just you taking off with the chip? Yeah, I think... Kennard keeps a pretty low profile around Zenith officials. Like, I don't think I normally would take him to the meeting. And if you're staying with your bounty, then I think I'm just going on this solo. If you wish, I will accompany you to the building, but not to the meeting. I think to me, this all still feels pretty routine. So I think I'm pretty comfortable with it. All right. We're on comms if you need anything. Yep. Elta, you are leaving your airlock through the coupler into their part of the airlock, the orb. And that's as far as you get when you meet the, the receptionist from, like, the front Zenith office. Kind of a lanky human. They're dressed in kind of this corporate blazer, little ruffles around the neck and the ends of the sleeves. And uh, behind them are two security guards you can see just outside that hall. And they say, hello, I'm, I'm here to take the transfer. Oh yeah, got it right here. Um, usually I drop these off in person, but if Stacy's okay with you um, passing it on for me. Operation Manager Chen sent me down to collect it personally. The fact that there's more than one person here is weird to me. 
There are Zenith... Yeah, these are like Zenith security station guards. Mm -hmm. Not with guns up, but mm -hmm. they carry guns. And looking in you, at your direction, backing up this assistant receptionist mm -hmm. person. No, I toss it over. Okay. <laughs> Awkwardly, the uh, uh, receptionist sort of catches it and says, Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, also, Operation Manager Chen wanted me to tell you that uh, you cannot dock at the current time, and you should proceed away from Bathus and the Orb. I'm trying to get a feel for... I'm maybe guessing why that's happening. Oh, you think it's our fault? I think it's Mazarin. Nah, they don't know about that. He's got a bag on his head. Oh, okay. I might say, like, everything all right. Like, we, we, can, we can head out. Just want to make sure that everything's okay and... Uh, yes, as far as I know, you have fulfilled your mission. But that was the request I was told to give to you. I guess then, if that's all I'm getting from this person, I'm not really going to push it with... This person doesn't know much. Okay. They seem to be just a messenger. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you could try to do a larger assessment of the situation. Mm. Yeah, I might try to assess this. I'd, basically, I want to know if this is about me or if it's about them. <laughs> But you can't ask, hey, is this about the guy we have in our brig? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so I guess I'll roll to assess then. Yeah. Um, when you attempt to discern more about an interesting situation or item, roll plus logic. Okay. Six. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead and mark experience. On a six or less, the GM may have you ask one anyway, but the answer will spell trouble. Yeah, I'm curious. What's an interesting question there for you? I guess it's kind of like what happened recently as well, basically to like happened recently to cause this change in protocol. You are pretty sure that this is a reaction to what happened on the station. And if Mazarin Kerr has, is doing work for Zenith, you might just be sort of being punished or it might just be too hot at the moment for some reason. Mm. And Stacy wants you away. Okay. Well, I'm going to back off because they're not trying to board my ship right now. And I feel like because they kind of own this ship, while I may have messed with as much of the access like permissions as I could, they probably could still figure out how to do that. So Our ITA jurisdiction is very clear that boarding a commandeered ship with a bounty inside is an enforceable offense. I guess you hear some little comms <laughs> talking to you. Alana's talking to in your ear. Yeah. I, I, I mean, have you maintained an open line with us during this exchange? Hmm. You're, there's still an opening through the airlock back to the... I'm not peeking my head out Scooby-Doo <laughs> style. Can, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that there's audio. You could probably pick up audio just through the ship at this mm. point. You're, so, you're still so close. Yeah. For what it's worth. No, I think I'm going to be like, well, okay, nice seeing you. Bye. And <laughs> just like shut the airlock and back yeah. out. Yeah. All right, take a few steps back into the ship mm -hmm. and then start going through that decoupling process. Mm -hmm. So uh, did you get the other set of toes done? You know, they weren't as friendly this time. No spa. Oh, I hope that wasn't my fault. I'm sorry. I just You told me to come get you last time, so I, I know I made some noise, but I, I didn't mean to make life harder for you. I don't think it's because of that. I feel like they'd still let me on the station if it were because hmm. you offended their spa employees. Well, we can see our place. Yeah. I'm probably just going to head back down to Bathus. Wait, clarification. What specifically did she relay? What request? That we leave Bathus and the orb. You did mention cannot, Bathus. You cannot dock it at, this, at the orb or Bathus. Please no. Uh, do they have the authority to stop us from docking at Bathus? They could either be speaking with authority or just as a warning for mm. our safety. Because they were very cavalier. Like, when we left Bathus, we were like, yeah, there's not really anyone you call to leave, and you just kind of go, so I'm... But they also said don't file a flight plan, so I think we were kind of mm. scooting out mm -hmm. of there a little under the radar, too. If this was a clandestine operation, it's entirely possible that there are competitive operators in the area, and they do not want us to risk the chance of being compromised. Yeah, you'd hate for someone else to get your hands on that data, huh, Kennard, if you were in their shoes. 
I would not want them to get their hands on us and find out what they would want to do to try and extract information from us. Or Mazarin. Yeah, we should drop him off. Okay, I'm down to go. Where's the bounty drop-off? Excellent segue. Yeah, there are some places that are pretty safe for you to go take a bounty. If you go all the way back to Marduk, the Marduk system and Larsa, the planet Larsa, there is a pretty good bureaucracy there and the proper authorities, the military is present, so they do enforce that pretty well. There's a Rita outpost. There's, yeah, Rita authorized agencies. You also have other options depending on how much you trust the local authority. Mm. So if uh, someone's sympathetic to you, they're like, yeah, fine, we will do it. Mm -hmm. You can make the arrangements, do the paperwork, and, you know, make some semi-official records. So we call it deputizing. (laughs) So normally the route you would take is through the ADROA system, A-D-R-O-A. And then from there, you would go to Marduk and the planet Larsa that has the... uh, that's where we've been before, right? Yes. Larsa is where we had the exchange with the lizardy people. Yeah, uh, we need to take him back to Larsa. There's a outpost there that'll let me sign for him and do the transfer. He works with Zenith, so I can't really hand him off here. Yeah, I'm getting the feeling that they um, aren't a huge fan of us having him on board, so... How, how could they possibly know that we have him on board? I don't know, but I'd be okay if he wasn't on board much longer. Sure. I'm just saying, the bag on his head works every time. It's never been a problem for me in the past. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Bag on head. I'll strap down. (laughs) Yeah, you've uh, disembarked from the orb, detached, and you are laying in a course, or...? Yeah, I, again, I kind of want to get him off our ship as soon as possible, so I think I'm just going to go straight to Larsa um, if I can. I, I, there's definitely some charting things out I have to do and yeah well it, it takes a little while anyway to get to get to clearance yeah sure I can't just open up right next they, they'd yeah. be really mad at me then <laughs> <laughs> it's really frowned upon yes <laughs> so you are on your way to your lunch point and uh, you get you all get a little notification from Chifchoff uh, Chifchoff was doing some uh, searching on Gnosis and found a certain news article. And basically it's a report about the protests on Etana Station. Mm. And just to sum it up, there's some video showing protesters and then protesters getting violent Mm. and the security trying to keep them under control. And basically the spin of the news article is that protesters were causing trouble, but security was there to make everything go smoothly. And there is video in Mm -hmm. the concourse that you were at, but there is no video or mention of you folks. Is there audible gunfire in the protest? Yes. Okay, Mm -hmm. so they're not scrubbing that whole thing. Is there, there, you don't see anyone with a bag on their head? No. Great. Well, I guess Zenith isn't going to see that. Yeah... I... I'm going to inter- interject something mm-hmm. and point out that Zenith is the primary port authority and controls security for a ton of station. Mm-hmm. So you, Zenith you... probably knew something happened. He had a bag on his head. That's all I'm going to say about it. Mm-hmm. I do have a question. Kennard, did you take the jacket off and the hat right away? Or do you have you continued to wear those items. My research is incomplete, but for now I'm not wearing them. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> no, fork you the pig. It, it's, I, I determined pig. it would be quite difficult to wear the pin without also wearing the jacket. Fair Enjoy. point. Okay. Elta, you are proceeding to the jump point. Has anyone else needed to do anything uh, while you are headed out there? Nope. Not at this point. I mean, I probably would have asked Chiff-chaff, like, this is a, a bigger maneuver, so there's probably a little bit of coordination with them of, like, are our signals looking good, you know? But I don't think I'd ask either of you two to, to do anything at this point in time. <laughs> there's nothing I can do to help spin yeah. up a starlight drive. Yeah, I like that. Chiff-chaff has helped you quite a bit in the past mm-hmm. with navigational stuff, sure. And 
shift shop's probably down in the engine room and you're just communicating, you've got open comms, communicating about it, and then all of a sudden you hear something in Chifchoff's voice and they say, um, I think I've got something incoming on the sensors. Just a second. We have a ship on an intercept course. Earlier it was just headed toward the orb or Bathus, but it has changed course and it's on an intercept course for the jump point. Will they get there before us? They're burning pretty hard, and at this rate, they'll they'll catch us. You think we can make the jump before we get there? You want to jump early? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll just uh, recalculate. Yeah, I'll do I'll do a little little map on my end too. It's down there with a protractor <laughs> and a compass. Okay. So yeah, there's a bit of you 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 hear the stress in Chip Chow's voice, mm-hmm. and there's um some. A flurry of activity. I have a new jump solution. Uploading. Okay, well, I don't think we need to to waste any more time. (laughs) Let's get going. All right. So prepare to jump. When you embark on a journey through unknown or hostile space, assign a crewmate each to the helm, engines, and sensors. And each of you roll plus staring. Regardless the outcome, mark V-stress. Yeah, so... Who who do you want to assign to who, Captain? (laughs) Um... I don't think you'd be any use in the engines. Am I of any use anywhere? I think you can look at sensors. Sure, great. My daring's minus one. Um, so I think I'm going to have you down in the engines with Chifchoff. Very well. Yeah. You're going to drive? What a shocker. Yes, I'm I'm at the helm. All right. I, <laughs> that I, I one I wasn't going <laughs> to question. Delta, as you prepare, there's an incoming message. Oh, gosh. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's the hailing the metal lark. Okay, I guess. Is it's, it long? It's, it's <laughs> no, no. It's it's real time, yeah. Yeah, it's getting it's getting it's pretty a, close. A connection request? Yeah, it's a connection request to open open. Uh, oh, for open connection? Yeah. I'm not gonna answer it. Okay. I'm just gonna jump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like oh, I didn't hear your call. Sorry. All right. On my way out. We're in a tunnel. Yeah. Oh. All right. Elta, do you want to go go through the? Rolls? I, so for each 7 to 9, pick 1, um, and for each 10 plus, I can pick from a somewhat better list. I have an 11. Um, I have a 9 minus 1 is 8. I also have an 8. Ooh, okay. buddies. So we get 2 7 to 9s and 1 10 plus. Okay. So for our 7 to 9, we can pick the group doesn't get lost or delayed, the group stays out of danger, the ship suffers no damage or malfunctions. So we get to pick two of those. Okay. So what's our what are our ten plus options? What oh, are you leaning towards yeah. there? So for each ten plus, I may instead pick um, you encounter golden opportunity along the way. You chart a safe route that can be used in the future without rolling, or you're able to make some ship repairs, remove a malfunction, or an instance of light damage. So I think charting a safe route is maybe interesting in terms of if we're gonna make this fairly often. I'm not mm-hmm. like super worried about doing that right now, but I wouldn't mind doing that if we don't think one of the others others is better. I like that, but I expect to go to Larsa at least fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. And I think because I'm taking an unusual route, if it ends up being safe, I would probably want to like. Mm-hmm save our um, jump trajectory and stuff like that. If it works pretty well, I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I think for the seven to nines... So we're picking one that we don't Yeah, I don't want to get delayed, I think. I mean, that's kind of... Well, is that a problem for us? Well, we're trying to not... I guess we um... don't want to get delayed. Yeah, that's true. We get delayed right here as <laughs> yeah. opposed to the jump taking we're longer We're trying to make transit. a speedy exit. We also don't want to be in danger... Yeah, I don't love that meaning we have to, <laughs> that we're probably going to suffer damage or malfunction, but yeah, that actually kind of makes some sense for jumping early, so I think narratively it makes the most sense to leave that one on the table. I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, it's all on whether you're okay with the metal art getting a little beat up. I don't love it, but... She can come back from that. It's nothing too serious. Yeah, or currently don't have any damage, so it doesn't really make sense to remove a malfunction. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the, the safe route to Larsa from the Batha system. We don't get lost or delayed, and we stay out of danger. That sounds good. All right. We haven't seen you go into, uh, you know, faster than light. Mm. We haven't Jumping. even we haven't even talked about what the starlight drive is. Hmm. I don't think. Well, that's true. So the starlight drive is what allows you to warp space in traditional space opera fashion to uh, connect points in in the universe uh, that are. Uh, at far distances to each other, but it's really you're not jumping immediately from one point to the other You are in fact tunneling effectively. So you're like compressing this space and moving very quickly through this Imagine a folded piece of paper <laughs> That you drive a pencil through yes the classic explanation Yeah, so that's what the starlight drive does for you and um, it takes a lot of energy to to kick it into gear, you already you already need a little bit of speed, essentially, in the direction that you're going. And then there's a wavering. We see around the metal arc, there is this wavering of the light, you know, because space gets bent. So the stars and the metal arc itself uh, sort of appear to shimmer and ripple and then sort of get sucked into a um, circle or a cylinder of just empty space. I think on the ship, too, you can kind of hear um, the warping and, like, creaking a little bit. But once we get through, like, the resonant frequencies and we're, like, entering into the full jump, you can, it almost becomes this kind of fluting noise. Somewhat like birdsong, one could say. That's great. So you're inside, and then once you're inside, it's, it's sort of a strange effect. Um, you know, there's points of light in the front, essentially. You sort of see this target where you're pointing and uh, the light is passing to your ship. But from the sides, it's fairly dark. And you kind of get this streaking and flickering every once in a while, but uh, it's an odd it's a sensation. And it is a little like you're going through a tunnel, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm just going to say, I mentioned previously that Landon likes to go to the cockpit when we're like about to dock. He does not do this during Starlight Drive Transit, makes him uncomfortable to see the sky all bent out of shape like mm -hmm. this. I'm curious, is this a th do you really like doing this in particular? I think the fact I enjoyed, you know, kind of doing the last minute call and like, now we're gonna do it, let's go for this. So this particular jump, I'm definitely a little excited for. I probably like, when I was like, nah, let's do it, I pulled my goggles down. I, I definitely like opening her up mm. and going fast. Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely fun. I like the maneuvers, but but they're different things. Like, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's fun to go fast. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. So you make your transit, and it's going to be. Uh, we've said that these kind of things take a while, so you are going a longer distance than usual, kind of a mm -hmm. long hop, and so this is going to take oh, over a day. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. I think it's also probably a pretty active process for me. Like, when we're just flying normally, I can kind of, you know, shut, mm. set our route and coast a little bit. But I think doing a jump, um, I'm definitely not going to, like, go to bed. I might doze or something, but I'm definitely, like, we do, adjusting things in route. We do talk about, like, the importance of having done all of these calculations before the jump. Mm -hmm. So it, it strikes me as, like... I don't know. I don't want you to be totally stuck when we have to do, like, a three-day thing or something. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, like, those numbers are maybe important. The idea of going to sleep is difficult, but you don't necessarily have to be tuning things the whole time, but certainly you need to be, like, in the cockpit mm -hmm. because something could come up in a very yeah, short time I that you can't deal with. Yeah. But maybe you could sleep there as long as you can be awake quickly enough, mm -hmm. like, that an alarm blaring will. Yeah. I... Yeah, I definitely, you know, it's helpful to have someone on mm -hmm. duty, someone's attention, you know, if the yeah. lights start going beep, beep, beep. I also think so. that Elta's the sort of person that if your ship alarm went off, you could wake up out of a dead sleep and immediately, <laughs> like, make a course adjustment. That is maybe true. And maybe it's more like I make it so that comms are linked to ship controls. Hmm. At this point in time, if I do leave the cockpit or something, like... Can you... Is your ship new enough that you can pilot the ship remotely like that? No. But I can make sure if any alarm or anything goes off, everyone hears it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. So you've tied it to all of You've put yeah. it on the ship as a whole. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. 
What does ending the thing look like? Right. I think probably the first indicator is that tone starts to change and you start to get kind of rougher vibration sounds coming in a little bit. Mm. Um, and there's probably a little bit of a, a lurch mm-hmm. um, as you're back in kind of normal space. Mm-hmm. A stomach drop. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just dropped a foot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, you're not going to fall over or anything. It's just like... Everyone on board can probably feel it. Yeah, Mazarin knows that this is happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Great. I love that description of coming back out of jump. So that's what's happening, and as that's happening and this shuddering is happening, there's a certain noise that doesn't normally happen, Elda, mm. or sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and you you recognize it immediately, and chiff-chuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a little too much things out of balance, and there's this kind of ripping, bending metal sound. Ugh. And as you, you you sort of lurch out of jump, and you are into the Marduk system, and the sun just appears off in the distance, pretty far off where Phew. you come in. Yeah, don't worry, you're not <laughs> close to anything. But you still hear this kind of like bending metal sound, and uh, yeah, hull breach. It's like this double hole, but it's pretty bad. And you you know that you're venting air right now. Everyone was already notified by the lurching, then, so they, they know that you've come out of jump. But now the ship announces itself, too, as the klaxons start to blare. Okay. Uh, I just can't contain myself. Let me start over. <laughs>